0: Welcome back guys. It's Anne-Marie and Dr. Jamie.
1: Woo-hoo. We brought you ProLong last week. We're coming in with a new trend today.
0: A new trend. So yes. tell me, I, All right. I know you tried to explain me when you first posted what the, I think <laughs> I said a glucose monitor. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know you posted again this morning that you were taking that needle out of your arm. My first yes. question was, did it hurt when you first put it in?
1: Yeah, so I'm not gonna lie, like I have no needle phobia,
0: none at all. Okay. But
1: when I first put it in, I was like, uh, oh, I feel like a tiny bit anxious right now. And then you literally just pop it into your arm. It's sort of weird because it just sticks in your arm.
0: Like, and it that's stays it. there the whole time. And do you feel it poking? Stays there? Yeah,
1: so it stays there for two weeks. Now, you don't feel it all the time, but there would be moments where I'd like, turn my arm and I would feel it. Or I'd be Ooh. sleeping and roll on it and I'd oh go. no.
0: Okay, so yes. I was like, of course you know me. I'm always volunteering myself to be a guinea pig. Now I'm yeah. like, i mm, I'm 50-50. <laughs> Not
1: <so much> on <laughs> and did one. your
0: husband do it too?
1: Yes, he okay. did it with me, which I thought was really important because I was doing it one for myself, but more because it's so trendy in fitness right now. It's so trendy in wellness and you know, just like all these biohacking home test kind of yeah. things. And I thought it'd be really interesting to see sort of the difference, like for two people that, you know, we eat differently, we work out differently, but to be able to gather that data. Um, So yeah, so it is a needle, you stick it in, it stays there for two weeks. It's not without feeling and it doesn't hurt, but there are moments where you're like, oh, that I I feel it, I feel a little prick. What exactly
0: is the name of it for those that are gonna Google it? Mm -hmm. So
1: this is part of the story. So I,
0: A continuous
1: glucose monitor is a known medical device for diabetics. It helps us better dose their insulin. It helps us better understand low and highs in their blood sugar. It's been around for a very long time. It's not new. But what is new is the idea of using these continuous glucose monitors in the absence of diabetes to better understand your body's own using glucose. So the parent company that does most of the continuous glucose monitors for diabetics is called Libre. It's made by Abbott. Abbott makes Libre, which is a continuous glucose monitor. This company that I particularly wore this past month was called Levels. Levels is a beta. It's in beta right now. So you can't buy it. You can't, you can't just get it. You have to be invited to get it. And then you have to qualify and there's a doctor visit and all that. So I, I get an opportunity to test levels out. And to be honest with you, I was a little shocked because what happens is you get this beautiful packaging. It's so well-branded, it's so well-branded. It's black and white and sleek. And and you open up this beautiful box and inside is literally the cake. Abbott Libre prescription box that I give to diabetics in the clinic. like. It's, it's, so it's really misleading in a sense. Like I thought this was something different and it's not, it is the prescription regular continuous glucose monitor that's available in the market. Um, so that part for me, I was like, Oh, so all this company did was parent, like they branded
0: it. They branded it. Yeah.
1: So it put a private
0: label on it. Basically That's
1: all they did. And it was literally this. So I was like, okay. Hmm and it comes with a doctor's name on it who i've never met never heard of that prescribed it that apparently practices in california but the address was in new york so there obviously is some way that they are working with different doctors to get this prescription to people which is probably part of it being in beta right there's nothing wrong with what they're doing but it definitely was like just testing that out yeah there's something like because because it's obviously it's you know it's in so trial. does it come with
0: an app because the app is probably mm-hmm. what makes the difference between the diabetics and you because it's probably a different program that's going well be so that's
1: the next step right so you put this needle in and then you have to download two apps the first app is the app that comes with the regular glucose monitor that you get as a prescribed from your doctor so LibreLink has an app that goes with their glucose monitor and that's how you scan it and that's how you read your blood sugars and that's the app that you're using for this Levels, Levels, I'm air quoting, monitor. But then you also download the Levels app, which reads the exact same information as the Libre app. It just makes it look prettier. It's a prettier
0: app. Well, that's probably what they're doing. They're probably making sure that the new app is reading it the way the current app, which has been around forever. So Right. that's what it is. But you can't, have the levels app without the libre app
1: right so again it sort of felt like this step where it's like okay so again it's just pretty branding over
0: you're a guinea pig for yeah
1: and listen none of this is bad but i'm just being completely transparent in my experience is that my first experience into it was like okay well it's it's something i could have done without levels i could have just gotten a prescription for a continuous glucose monitor and had the exact same experience without having to go through levels right well so that i guess was the,
0: the whole point is for like people like uh the people that don't need it eventually for them to be able to like for this to become like a trend where you can just order it and check your glucose levels for however many days and then this will become the new obsession and how to get yes. it
1: and and I think that's why it's in beta is because they're trying to figure that out because obviously I still had to meet with a doctor to get this and I still had to, you know, get yeah. approval and a prescription. So anyway, my first entry into it was like, it's beautiful branding, but I haven't, I'm not yet sold on why this level's brand is any different than a continuous glucose monitor normally would that would be prescribed. Okay, so fast forward. So that's my first experience of it. Now I have this needle on my arm and... I, you know, I've I've read a lot of articles, I've spent many, 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 many years as a practitioner and in school, but this was very informative for me. I learned a lot here. I learned a lot about my body. I learned a lot about how I tolerate foods and I learned a lot about what works for me and what doesn't. I'm going to say all of that to say that my husband did not have the same experience. And here's why. I have a history of diabetes. I had gestational diabetes when I was pregnant. I have a family history of diabetes. And so insulin and glucose issues are prevalent in both for myself as well as in my family. My husband does has never had diabetes, doesn't have any blood sugar issues. And for him, he really didn't learn anything from it. His glucose stayed pretty consistent got a little bit higher after he ate, which it's supposed to, never got out of the the low range. And he tried so many different things. He's a candy eater, he's a sweet eater. He's And his glucose was regulated the entire time.
0: But the whole time, were you writing down like, so let's say, were you writing down like a journal at like 8 30 a.m., had a piece of candy so that way you can go check the monitor later on to see what happened at the time? Well, like- you
1: don't have to write it down because it's in the app. So you open up the app and oh, there's I like, we can record exercise, sleep,
0: stress, all I'm of that. Got it. it. Okay, got it.
1: And the monitor is continuous. So you can. You can push the button to check the glucose at any given moment, but it's continuously reading it. So when you look at the app, you're actually getting a constant number throughout the entire day. So the app is intu- integrative and intuitive in that way that, like, it'll say, like, this is mealtime. What did you eat? That kind of thing. Got it. So, so fast forward, Isaiah has this on. He wears it for two weeks. He doesn't learn anything from it that he didn't already know. Like, his workouts didn't cause him to have hypoglycemia or hyper hypoglycemia is low blood sugar. Hyper is high blood sugar. Um, whether he ate a donut with jelly, which happens often in his dessert, or whether he ate, you know, grilled chicken and and asparagus and potatoes, like his blood sugar stayed consistent the entire time. He's got incredible glucose regulation. So that led me down the track of like, you know, for many, many, many people that would embark upon this, I don't think it's going to be that informative because he's somebody who you know i'm telling you he has donut glazed donuts with jelly on top it's got to be like 75 grams of sugar not a blip difference in his blood glucose so for most people that would embark on something like this i think after you two think weeks
0: because he's so healthy and obviously clementine wants to be part of our podcast today that's so totally quiet. fine
1: we welcome dogs and babies <laughs> um no, it's because his body it's not cuz he eats so healthy. It's because he he regulates his glucose very well. I mean,
0: that has nothing to do with the amount of exercise he does and how he Yes, he probably has a lot of junk during his during the week and he likes mm-hmm. his sweets. But ultimately, I'm pretty sure having you as a wife is still balancing his greens and balancing his protein. Yes.
1: I mean, listen, what causes type 2 diabetes is lifestyle, right? It's it's a combination of food, diet, exercise, obesity, you know. So yes, of course, on the day-to-day, you know, him being a healthier individual helps regulate it. But most of the people that would try this trend are healthier individuals right so So in the big picture of it if you're somebody who's healthy and doesn't have a history of glucose issues you're probably not really going to learn a lot from this because at the end of the two weeks he was like i'm done here like i haven't learned it. like i all i've learned is that like i have good glycemic control that never really went up or down didn't you know and he took it off and he's like that was great i'm glad we did it
0: all right so we still have that perfect picture of him like we all have no, please no. with him. But he's now. that
1: he's <laughs> the representation of many many people who are fit and would be really interested in this and then re- and learn that like their body regulates glucose really well which is what our bodies are supposed to do. Great.
0: So now let's why, talk about you. I want
1: right. to So this is why I'm so glad we both did it because he does that that's his experience great. I feel like that's how most people would experience this thing this continuous glucose monitor now we move over to me i'm eat i eat healthy i exercise most days i manage my weight i've got good muscle tone like all the things that should make your your glucose regulation healthy and good and in range and mine was a disaster i had high glucose levels that were clearly in the diabetic range I, I only went low once or twice and most of the time that was like at night sleeping
0: um, Can you explain which, to me like yeah. explain to me like what like what causes it to go up or down in terms of like give me an example if I'm trying to figure it out because I've always been very like I think the diabetes is such a confusing thing <laughs> because there's different types of diabetes. And there's yeah. different ways to monitor it now, especially with children. So, when you're saying it went high, in my head I'm thinking you had a whole donut and it went high. Is that Correct. what happened? Okay. Correct. So, so let me give you the little one hundred and one real quick.
1: Um, we are not talking about children here because that. No, a, no, no. If a kid yeah. has diabetes, yeah. it's almost always type 1 and that's one. an autoimmune disease it's okay. totally different it's nothing to do with what we're talking about got it um type 2 diabetes is historically adult acquired adult onset generally correlated to obesity poor diet lack of exercise um, food choices genetics all of those things okay but what happens within your body is when you eat anything that is carbohydrate or anything that has sugar or is not sugar, but is a carbohydrate, your body breaks it down and converts it into glucose. You then secrete insulin from your pancreas, which is a hormone and insulin brings the glucose from, this, from the blood into the cell where it can be used. Okay. So where it becomes a problem is if the blood glucose, the, the glucose that you break down stays high in the blood and doesn't get pulled into the cell, it causes problems that's what sort of the breakdown of diabetes. So when you have insulin resistance or your blood glucose gets too high, it means that your body doesn't have enough or doesn't secrete enough or produce enough of the insulin to bring that glucose from the blood into the cell where it needs to be. That's what leads to breakdown of, many different uh, organs and problems in the body. And when I'm really, 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 really reducing it down for an educational standpoint, what I might say to somebody is, imagine sucking a milkshake up through a straw that was too thick, right? You can't get the milkshake through the straw, like as hard as you suck it, because it's so thick. Okay. Well, when your blood is that thick because the glucose is still in it, it can't get to the small arteries and veins that it needs to get to in your body. And that's how we start to have some of our, some so cellular death. So
0: when somebody would get insulin?
1: So insulin is the hormone that would take it from the blood in like out of the bloodstream, right? Which is what we don't, we don't want our glucose to hang around in the bloodstream. We want it to, it to get it out. And if you don't have the insulin to pull it out, then it hangs there. And that would be the example of where it's sort of too thick, if that makes sense. Got it. Now that's more of like a very, very,
0: very broken No, but down. it's good too for me to put it in perspective because yeah. now as you speak, now I can understand kind of like how this is working on so a normal like, like natural way of the body doing it
1: right so your body like let's say you ate a donut and a milkshake that'd be a lot of a lot of sugar yeah your body should be able to um, estimate recognize understand how much sugar is there the pancreas would produce enough insulin to bring that out of the blood and into the cell that would be glucose regulation. Your body is able to pull the glucose out and use it. And it's also able to make it if it gets too low, that's gluconeogenesis, right? That's the production of new glucose. So in a healthy body, in a healthy functioning, uh, pancreas insulin ratios, you will secrete enough insulin to bring the blood sugar from, from the blood into the cell. And we don't have any issues now. When you have diabetes, that's not happening, right? That your your sugars are staying too high. That's why we test blood glucose. We look at something called a hemoglobin A1c, which is the average of your blood glucose over anywhere from six weeks to three months. That's how we look and diagnose diabetes. Now, but what we're also looking at from more of the trendy side of it is Glucose is your your energy stores, right? So this is why people are fascinated about lowering their glucose or following keto or following paleo because then they don't have glucose and then they can use Got fats it. as fuel, Okay. right? Glucose can be stored in the body as fat cells. It can be broken down and made into energy. It can be stored as energy. If we don't have enough of it, we can make it from other things so when we take in enough glucose in our diet sugars breads pastas fruits anything that's a carbohydrate we can utilize that store it as glycogen and then use it use it for energy so in the fitness and and weight world if you have good glucose regulation it means you're better utilizing the energy of the food that you're eating and and you're not storing it and you're not over, and you're not over on your
0: glucose could you or diabetic. Your, could you make your system like work better Meaning, is it, it, Amory's glucose machine work a certain way and will always work that way? Or can I change the way my body does that by doing a specific diet?
1: Yeah, that you definitely can. So that's where we talk about like carb efficiency and fat efficiency, right? So if you're not very good at utilizing the carbohydrates for fuel, then you are going to need to lean a little bit heavier on proteins and fats.
0: Got it. Okay.
1: And if you're really good at using the carbs, you'd wanna put a little bit more of them in there because it's gonna help you utilize it for energy a little bit better. So the other thing is like when we have somebody who has a high carbohydrate diet full of sugars, if we reduce that, I'm talking about diabetes, we have an improvement in their blood glucose, right? To be clear for everybody listening, this is not me co-signing keto and paleo for every human I was going to
0: say, yeah, don't go load up yourself in this stuff yeah. and go for a run. <laughs> That's Please don't, don't pendulum, take a
1: spray, like pendulum swing like, oh, Dr. Jamie said don't ever have a carb again. That is absolutely not what I'm saying. But understanding your um, blood glucose can help you better tailor how you change your diet only if you have issues with glucose regulation. Going back to the example of my husband. It didn't matter if he had a donut and jelly or if he had a burger and a mushroom.
0: Okay, I have a question. It both
1: stayed the same.
0: Question about the jelly donut. What happens, again, I'm me asking the questions, <laughs> what happens if he has that jelly donut before or after a workout? Would it make a difference?
1: For, for some people, yes. Oh, listen, it's always going to make a difference in energy and how he feels and how he performs. But would it make a difference in his blood sugar yes because if it was before he would probably um metabolize it more quickly as energy if it was after he might not
0: let's Um, say he went and did a ton of weights and then he finished his workout with a jelly donut right so i'm just trying to explain everybody how all of this works right because the way i'm perceiving it that way everyone can understand that
1: yeah so Um, then his sugars would likely remain a little bit higher after the workout because he's not using that gas that he just dumped into the tank.
0: Got it. But
1: in somebody with really good regulation like him, his body was so efficient that it recognized higher sugars and carbs. It increased its insulin, pulled it in really quickly, and he never even got high blood glucose.
0: Amazing. Amazing. So So now let's go back to you, right? Right.
1: So like for somebody who's got good glucose regulation, I don't really think that you... Learn a ton from this this machine. Yeah. Insert my own experience, right? So you now, wouldn't
0: know, by the way, how else would you've known that he had like great regulation had he not done this for two weeks?
1: Well, I had no reason to believe that he wouldn't have good glucose Got regulation, it. right? So okay. like, it's sort of like an assessor, like the, he he would have no reason not to. No mm-hmm. symptoms, no genetics, no right. But for my own self, knowing that mm-hmm. I. Did have gestational diabetes, and I do have very strong genetics in the diabetes world. I was like, oh, let me see if it's true that like, you know, I my glucose gets really low if I eat fruit because I, I know I we don't, talked
0: about this. I can't I don't feel it.
1: good if I eat fruit. I feel I don't feel good at all. Or I'm sorry, it doesn't get low. It gets high and then gets low. Um, so I put this thing on, and just so you know, a normal blood glucose range is between 70 and 110 after right after a meal they want you to keep it under 130 okay Okay? so for isaiah i don't know if he ever went over 130 or 140 more than two or three times the entire time like directly after a meal of like a donut so his was totally normal i would eat a salad and my numbers would be 150 oh my god i would eat a yogurt and my numbers would hit 180 that is totally not not okay like that's that's not regulating glucose and at first i was like what the heck and i've always known like if i eat fruit i don't i don't feel good it's nothing to do with like fruit is bad weight nothing like i I physically start to feel
0: what do you feel
1: uh very shaky okay um like that sort of like hangry like uh irritated like i get really really irritated i get very I get very thirsty, I get very shaky, I get like a little stomach ache. like it's classic, it's every single time. Okay. Um, Now if I eat like two raspberries, it's not going to happen, but if I like ate like an orange or something like that, like it definitely happens quickly. So I start to pay attention to this, I'll eat fruit, my sugar goes to 170. I'll eat, you know, you know me, I love my Siggy's yogurt, and I always have it with like granola and nuts, boom, sugars would hit like 170, 180. So for me, this was incredibly interesting because I was able to see that even if I had my salad, which had tons of veggies, which are carbohydrates when they're broken down, because I eat a lot of them, um, or if it had like croutons on it, or if I had my yogurt, or if I had, you know, potatoes with dinner, I consistently had high levels. So it didn't regulate my glucose well this was interesting for me from the perspective of not weight i'm not doing this for weight issues i'm doing it for health to understand like well that's not good right it's not good to have it's very inflammatory it breaks things down it causes a lot of problems
0: Because it's only gonna get worse right if you don't figure out how to regulate it now yeah
1: and like and to your question earlier like i've always thought my diet was very healthy Right. I had no no reason to believe that there would I would need to change it from any capacity because like it's healthy and I feel good. And, you know, I I don't feel like I need to change it. But this was an opportunity for me to look at it from a different perspective. Now I'm looking at it for protecting my brain health as I get older, protecting my eye health. Right. So I will make changes like I changed my you're going to laugh my coffee creamer. Right? <gasps> I, oh, I know. my
0: God no because i'm
1: like i was hitting blood sugars of 180 after a cup of coffee wow. Now, interestingly yeah. i took the creamer out and it still hit 140 150 yeah but that's a big difference because i'm caffeine sensitive i'm not taking that out but it was a very big difference to just take out a creamer that had sugar and only use a cream i'm still putting cream in it i'll never drink black coffee i just won't drink it that's kind of like you'll never drink matcha without
0: your. No, <laughs> i mean first of all like yeah no who drinks whatever that's a different you know position. I
1: mean. um so there are definitely things that i've learned from it right like i i will i've changed things i used to put my yogurt with my granola now i can't do that anymore now i separate them because in, it's too much and when no, it's but all then together kind of
0: like that makes me sad so that <laughs> like you have to separate your yogurt and your granola like those two are supposed to be married and have babies I so know, now but... can you just okay so can you just like find a supplement can you just pick something? after these meals to regulate that so then you can still have it well
1: listen I can still have it I won't have it all the time and I'm choosing to see if when I don't have it I feel even better right if I like I like
0: but for the normal person okay let's just talk here like you are an exception to the rule because you have very like you're very good at controlling and understanding and you are very well educated. So that goes above everything else. That goes above your craving and your need for taking these things in and putting them in your mouth. But let's just think about the normal person like me, right? Mm -hmm. So you just told me that this is what's happening. Let's just pretend this was me. And you're like, Emery, you can't be eating your granola and your yogurt like that three times a day, whatever it is. I'm just making Mm -hmm. an exaggeration. What do I do to prevent becoming a diabetic or yeah. delay it, right? Well,
1: yeah, it's a lot of things. I mean, listen, I'm never going to put supplements over diet. That's sort of one of my root causes, but that doesn't mean I wouldn't put it with it, right? So if you were if you were my client and your levels looked like mine just did, I would say, okay, well, you can't. it's not that you can't have any of these foods. It's just that we wanna be careful of how much of it we put together since your body doesn't regulate it very well. So let's do your yogurt with almonds instead of with granola and let's do your granola a little bit later by itself, if you really love it. Um, let's take that creamer, pull the sugar out and put more protein in there. So I'll add collagen peptides to my coffee in the morning because putting the protein into the coffee is actually gonna slow the absorption of that sugar and then decrease that spike that I had in my blood glucose. So by combi- by balancing, and this goes back to one of our previous episodes, A here, everybody listening, is why Jamie does not believe in food combining because Mm -hmm. If I followed the food combining method, guess what? My numbers would be through the roof Oh yeah,
0: because
1: you you can't put fats and proteins with your carbs, right? Like, okay. So I'd basically be walking around. The complete opposite. (laughs) Exactly. Right. So like, if you're my client, I'm going to say, Anne-Marie, like we've got to manage your protein carb ratios or your carb fat ratios a little bit better uh, so that you feel better. Now, for some people, this might be to control their weight a little bit better, but for other people, like for my own self, or if it were you, it would be because we want to feel better we want our skin to look clearer we want well, our brain I, I to i would function. be
0: more about preventative like everything exactly. i do here is all preventative everything that you and i talk about it's about preventing mm-hmm.
1: things delay, before...
0: <laughs> delay before reversing right like yeah. i want to delay any health issues any glucose issues any like weight issues in the future yeah. whatever it might whatever might come up like mm-hmm. i am we're trying to get ahead of those things That could possibly become an issue. Yeah. And listen, elevated blood
1: glucose puts you at risk for, I mean, it, it oxidizes. It's not good for your brain health. It's not good for your eyes. It's not good for your skin. It's not good. Like it's just not healthy to walk around with high blood sugar. It's not a good. So for me, or if you were my client, I'd say like, all right, let's throw a hard boiled egg in there in the morning to give some protein or let's separate it out. Put some collagen peptides into your coffee to make some protein in there or some MCT. Let's, um, I'm not going to ever stop having my yogurt. I'm still going to have my yogurt because that's what I love. I'll just put almonds in it instead of granola. Right. I will still have my salad. I'll never stop having it, but I might actually put a little bit more protein in there. Um, and now I'll also change sort of, I know that my sugars get higher. I used to work out fasted and then I would eat afterwards. Um, I think it, you know, having done this now, it'll show me that perhaps I actually wanna break that up and, and not necessarily work out fasted because then I put all my food after and I don't have good glucose regulation. So maybe I just wanna put my protein after my meal because that's gonna help me recover from my workout but not affect my sugar so much because what I, che- what I learned throughout this process was also that after a workout, I wouldn't get hypoglycemic low. So where a lot of people think, like, oh, my blood sugar's so low, like I feel shaky. That's actually not always the case, right? It, 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 not always the case in that it's like truly low. Like for me, it never really went low. No matter how hard I worked out, there was one day where I worked out and then I couldn't eat right away after because I had to jump on a meeting and there was a kid came in and I didn't get to eat for two hours after my workout, which is not normal. My blood sugar stayed consistent. So it wasn't ever with fasting or not eating, but it was when I would eat, right? So I have to do better with meal times. I have to do better balancing. And when I say I, that would be you or anybody else who was looking at the information from a glucose monitor to understand how their body reacts to food. So. As I was sort of going through this, and listen, I piloted this on myself, but I did it because I work with so many people that are interested in this type of information that it really did help me like look at big picture here. So should everybody put a needle in their arm and wear it
0: for two weeks? No. That's where I was going to. Who is the perfect candidate to try this out?
1: Okay. Who is
0: that person? What are the symptoms that you're going to be like, hey, I might try this on you. I'm going to shift your glucose levels
1: so absolutely anybody who's ever had any sort of existing glucose issue right anyone who's ever had like true marked hypoglycemia or hyperglycemia issues that they know of right like for me it was gestational diabetes like yeah. anyone who's got that i think is really interesting to see how your body responds to food anybody who um, eats specific types of food and doesn't feel good energetically. So how I talked about like I eat fruit and I don't feel well, it wasn't feel well like nausea, vomiting, rashes, diarrhea. It was like, it it didn't feel well for me, like from an energy, right? I'd get shaky, I'd get hangry, I'd get a headache, like my stomach would rumble. Like anyone who sort of energetically, food energetically changes the way you feel. I think it's interesting to know if that's that's happening there. I think for somebody who's, you know, into fitness and and exercises a lot and is not sure if um, they're regulating their glucose very well, because like they're either not able to sustain their energy through their workouts and they've done all the other things. Like they've worked with someone to make sure that they're doing it right. That could be helpful. Um, What I will say is that I don't think that this is as, beneficial for weight management as it's marketed. So people are very much like, oh, that that might be the reason why I can't lose weight. I I don't think that wearing a needle for two weeks and looking at your glucose is going to give you the information that you feel like is the the thing that's missing for weight management. but I do think, you know, for my own self, it was very informative to learn more about how I eat and the patterns of food. And if somebody was not squeamish about the needles and totally okay, and into data, like if you're a data person, um, I think it, you know, for me, it was super helpful. I learned a lot about how to change my diet. And it also confirmed what I like the food combining stuff where... I ate sh- sh- try that again. I ate fruit by myself by itself, and my sugars went up. I ate fruit with the protein, and my sugars didn't go up as much. Coffee with creamer, they went higher. Coffee with protein, they didn't go as high. So it really spoke to me, which is a concept we already knew, but yeah. perhaps just proved it in it real just time.
0: Basically showed you that what you your foundation of what you believe it's in the right. right
1: that when you take carbohydrates and you balance them with your proteins and your fats or proteins or fats you have better glycemic control so i loved doing it i'm going to write it up i think there was a lot of really interesting things um i would not recommend it to everybody I also think that people get too crazy with data. So if you're somebody who's very anxious, like this is not the thing for you to do because you don't need anything else to stress over, right? Um, But it it was informative. Here's the other thing, it's very expensive. And that is cost prohibitive because if let's say somebody has $500 to spend, I think their $500 are better spent working with someone to help them build their diet, tailor their diet, or they have gut issues. Their their $500 are better spent looking at their stool or getting that's, a, you know, that's my an favorite. RMR. That, that's the one I <laughs> Right. Like I don't think you now if you are just somebody who's got disposable income and you're interested in doing it and you're not anxious like great. I'm never that anti, right? Like I'm all about learning and information. collecting data,
0: super cool It's how Correct. we learn. Yeah. But
1: it's not it's an expensive test um that's not entirely easy to get and uh it's helpful but it wouldn't be my first thing that i would tell people to do it would be
0: i feel like our last two episodes i'm like eh. prolong was like okay would i do it again probably not and you're like well this was like eh. (laughs) it's good i think it's good for people to see that we are not just into everything you know yeah and listen for
1: me it was a, it was phenomenal it was a game changer yeah for my husband yeah. kind of boring yeah. right so you have to sort of figure out like are you that person who probably is going to have the boring results and you're going to spend you know over 500 dollars just to sort of know that you regulate your glucose well yeah. or are you that person who's really going to learn how your body is
0: well but also remember if you learn that You need to do some changes. Are you willing to make those changes? Well, you just took the words right out of my mouth, right? Like, this is the thing knowing what the issue is and willing to change it are two very different things. And from my experience, most people are not willing to make the changes, right? So, don't waste your money if you are not going to be dedicated to making you know something
1: or if you're somebody who's already spent so much and learned so much and done all the other things and this is still feels like something you've yet to embark upon then maybe it is right for you yeah you know it always goes back to and i know this probably bores the heck out of you guys but it always goes back to it's not for everybody it depends like it's going to be great for some people but i definitely across the board am not telling everyone to sign up for a cgm
0: okay great I'll skip yeah. the needle.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'll skip the cleanse.
0: <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, <laughs> this is really interesting. I learned a lot, so I think that um, I really like this. To be uh, continued. We be um, continue. We hope that you guys enjoyed it, and of course, Jamie's gonna post it. So send her all the questions mm-hmm. that you may or may not have about this, and uh, that's here's everything. my here's my take home pair
1: your carbohydrates with proteins or fats eat well and you don't necessarily need it but if you're somebody who wants it it's available or it's going to be available it's out there and it's interesting it's information yeah exactly so
0: what do we say to be continued to be continued bye guys bye